you guys are finding yourselves outside of this and I, and, and, and you guys have just been staring into the middle distance for the two weeks it's been since we recorded. Well, I always, I always picture it as, you know, we're doing whatever we're doing, whether that's like staring out into the field of horses or what have you. And then the, you hear just like the opening refrain of roundabout and then uh, the whole thing just sepia tones over and it says to be continued in the bottom left corner. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. It's not every day you get a chance to look back, truly look back, to the people who came before you. Imagine what you'd learn if you saw firsthand the mistakes that shaped your destiny. I mean, isn't that life? No matter which path you walk, fate will always be waiting with a foot out to trip you. Well, Johannes Solinar and Koza got another chance to look back at the group that came before, but I guess they still haven't worked out who the traitor was. I'll admit, it threw me too. Sometimes the only people you can count on are the dead ones. Well, now they've made their way to Aisling Glen, a town full of horses but still smells better than the lies being told all those years ago. So, on the last episode, you guys reached Aisling Glen, a small town known for horse breeding. And you came across a horse salesman uh, and named Crazy Tony and his discount ponies. <laughs> He uh, mentioned that there is also a general store called the Hitching Post Training Post, which would be interesting to you guys, given that most of y'all's gear in the cart was left behind. We had to make choices. Choices were made. Uh, so I think I think Solinar is staring out into the horse field, uh, just kind of like gauging the different horses. And then, like, he's kind of, like, leaning out because he's trying to see... He was told something about, like, necklaces being the values for each of the horses. And so he's kind of trying to, like, lean out and see one or two of them that are being kind of rambunctious and see what they're rated as. And he just gets headbutt by another horse as he's leaning into the pasture. So as you're leaning into the pasture to look at the more uh, prancy ponies, uh, one just, like canters forward and just beans you in the head with its head. Yeah, but like it's coming like perpendicular to the way Solonar yeah. is facing. Yeah. Yeah, so you get T-boned by a horse. Yes, in a manner of speaking. Wonderful. Uh I'm gonna have you roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay. What is he dodging the ground? <laughs> <laughs> he dodges the ground so good he just he develops flight. Uh well 21 oh yeah uh so you 
you get beamed in the head and do a sick side flip, catch yourself on your hand, and then like pop yourself back up as if you were a break dancer. That checks out for Solonar. I think if the you got headbutted snorts. by a horse, your skull might be a break dancer. <laughs> <laughs> the horse snorts in annoyance. Watch where you're going. I'm walking the horse here. sniffs angrily and paws <laughs> and paws uh, his hoof on the wet earth beneath him. Uh, Solinar is going to march back to Crazy Tony. Uh, Crazy Tony, who was previously engaged in conversation with Boat, uh, turns over to Solinar. How can I help you, friend? One of your horses just headbutt me. Oh, uh, yeah, she does that. What do you mean she does that? Uh, she does that. I I apologize for the inconvenience. She's a she's a cranky one. Realistically speaking, I probably shouldn't have been leaning in to the horse pasture. But all the same, you have a horse that just headbutts people? That that's their She's thing? very aggressive. That that's what she does? She likes attention. Oh, she likes your sword. I'm I'm sorry. She what? She she likes attention. She'll do whatever it takes to get somebody excited to hang out with her. What is your policy on test riding horses? We have a whole paddock for it in the back. And by paddock, I mean ring, because paddocks are not where you ride horses. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel my mother behind me going, a paddock is the wrong thing, Alex. <laughs> Fun fact, everything I know about horses is because of my mother. I was going to say, didn't you sell yourself out as a horse girl some episodes ago? I, I don't. Yes, I am. Abs- I was. A- I am absolutely a recovered horse girl. However, uh, my mom is an active current horse girl. She goes riding every week. Well, that's fair. Meanwhile, I'm a person who's putting paddock into Google because I'm interested and I spelled it wrong. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to saddle that horse. Uh, paddock was also the right word. I completely misremembered. I was going to say it because I looks googled like the right it as thing. well, and I was like, "Yeah, it is. It is Paddock." Your uh, mother's I, still staring at you. <laughs> my mother is. My mother is going to call me like in any minute now. And go. I felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> Are you giving people bad equestrian information? I hope you hooven. <laughs> she felt a disturbance in the horse. <laughs> <laughs> stupid and once Um, once we get ourselves to 50 patreon members uh we're going to bring nancy redacted on for a guest star lesson on how to horse beautiful uh so crazy tony is going to lead you out to the paddock uh with a rope hooked around the horse's neck and led into the paddock uh he's going to hand you a saddle and a bridle and a saddle pad all right, I do like all the force of an Aisling horse, by the way. Uh, that, that In chat, I like that. I have a question about Crazy Tony. Um, about him or for him? About him. Okay. Uh, is he wearing some sort of plaid blazer? He is now. Yeah, I think that, yeah, he definitely <laughs> needs to be wearing like a yellow or red plaid blazer. 
Oh, God. Okay, so I'm just sort of imagining it because this is essentially still medieval times. Um, I'm imagining it as like a very, like a quilted doublet that sort of looks like a blazer. And instead of a traditional plaid pattern, each square is a different color. Or it could just be a tartan. Yeah, it's a, a tartan quilted. Yeah, it's you. It's not fashionable, but he'd have to have the right accent then or it's cultural appropriation. I've already s- said what his voice is, though. Then he's a cultural appropriator. Uh, you can judge him all you like, man. Y- you're the one who introduced the plaid blazer. It's it's all your fault, man. So anyway, Crazy Tony taking the horse out. Y- yes, I-, I assumed that you guys were going to go with him, or if this is... Yeah. No, Solinar was really just hoping Crazy Tony would take the horse to the paddock and put a saddle on it to teach it a lesson. <laughs> No, he's handing it to you, man. <laughs> Wait, no, he's expecting Solinar to saddle up this horse. Yep, roll animal handling, my Solinar's man. Solinar's like, yes, I absolutely know how this works. Just, just watch me go. Yeah, it's appropriate. Uh, I have a plus zero to animal handling, so that too is natural. <laughs> the horse... The horse sort of like swats the saddle in your hands with its big old horse head and it slops into the muck of the paddock with a wet sound. Ugh. What about Koza, Boat, Johannes? Where are you guys right now? Um, if I remember right, you had a horse that was like furry run up to yes. Johannes and just stare deeply into his eyes. And I would uh, say that Johannes probably has has done his best not to break eye contact and is getting really dry eyed right now. Uh, I'm going to have you roll constitution for staring contest with horse. I will roll opposed. Thirteen. Eight. So you win as the pony blinks and shakes its head. It's very exceedingly long mane sort of tossing around. Johannes staring at this. Uh. Is it horse, pony? What, what, what did it's you... It's probably a pony. Okay. Also shakes his head and is like, still got it. And just starts walking back towards the, uh, towards uh, Tony to grab some... I don't think I ever even met Tony. I think this horse just came right up to Johannes when he entered <laughs> the, the city. <laughs> he, he wasn't even in... He's not even one of Crazy Tony's ponies. He's... He is a free feral pony that just wanders around. He's terrible for the songbird population. Phony, crazy Tony's discount pony. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Johannes <laughs> is going to join the group because I, I uh, he gets up there and he's like, oh, hey, um, is there any is there any salt or sugar cubes? I don't know what you give horses. I know they're cubes. Salt cubes. Here you go, horse. I hate you. <laughs> I actually don't know. You give them sugar cubes, though they do have salt licks, which might be where the confusion is. Okay. Johannes grabs a salt lick and some sugar cubes. A salt lick, for the record, <laughs> is the size of a cinder block. Yeah. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, they, it's a salt lick, not a salt crunch. You just, it's like, it's like huge. It's, it's like the size of a cinder block and you just plonk it in the side near the horse's feet. And whenever they feel a salt deficiency, they just kind of like lick on it like an ice cream cone okay. and then wander off to do their horsey duties. Salt one other question sounds then. like the worst breakfast cereal. Yeah, I was going to say one other question then, because what the heck is salt crunch? Because that definitely sounds like a horse breakfast cereal. <laughs> yeah, salt, like, I do not know what a salt crunch. I know a salt lick. It's not a salt crunch. Okay. Pretzels. Pretzel bites are salt crunch. Well, in that case, Johannes, well, Johannes, uh, having picked up this tiny thing of salt, uh, realizes that it's instead a huge block of salt, like a giant massive cube. And he's like, oh, wow, that's heavier than I thought and sets it down and then just grabs a handful of sugar cubes to go. And he's like, I'm going to go feed the ponies. (laughs) Instead of giving them single sugar cubes or peppermints, you just like you give a it's like a handful of goat feed. At the, at the petting zoo. <laughs> Here, pony, have this fistful of sugar. Fun fact, you can also give them peppermints. Yeah. Johannes grabs three cubes, and then is there any... Is there any... Hey, Tony! Yes, friend! Do you have any carrots? I do! They're in the bucket right over there! Can I have one? Of course! Can I have some for the horses, too? Uh, uh, sure! Yay. Why not? Crazy Tony is slowly devolving into Beetlejuice. <laughs> crazy Tony, crazy Tony, crazy Tony. God, that'd be terrible if every time you guys did that, I manifested him and he was selling something else. Like now it's horses, but next it's like ride ready ostriches. So he's crazy, basically Moonzy, but for transport. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy Tony's discount phonies, which are like just these tiny cups with strings attached to them. <laughs> I was thinking they were like watches with uh, one too many X's or DVDs straight out of Crazy Pete's discount meats. <laughs> I don't want to know what yeah. that's selling. I don't, I don't, no, thank you. Curry, so are you going to introduce a crazy blanks discount blank in every town I introduce? I really like the idea of crazy Tony's discount Tony's where he sells other (laughs) salespeople. (laughs) (laughs) No, he sells bootleg theater awards. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's the one. Kosa, what are you what are you doing with all this horseplay? Okay, I'm see, I think Kosa. He was looking at the mules just because he's looking for the most, the simplest, like, just something to carry the extra stuff. The mules and donkeys stare blankly at you, some of them in their eyes a glimmer of malice. Because donkeys and mules are mean. (laughs) Okay, I disagree, but... You haven't been bit by a donkey, have you? (laughs) I, so, like, when I went on a hiking trip when I was, like... In high school, we had like donkeys to carry our stuff for part of it, and they were just wonderful. Those were those were them quiet donkeys, yeah, not, just, not them biting donkeys. They just kind of hang out and they carry your stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, this is what I do, and I'm happy to be here." <laughs> I, I I like how your donkeys are optimistic interns. Like I'm just excited to be part of the team, guys. I will say uh, a really common practice is to put a donkey in a field full of like sheep 
because if coyotes or wolves or whatever are like, hell yeah, we're going to get some sheep, the donkey will be like, like hell you will. <laughs> yeah, donkeys, donkeys are great guard dogs. Dogs, donkeys, guard dogs, guard dogs. Wow. In my mind, he's Koza is looking at the donkeys. Are there any? Are they all? Do they all look like mean donkeys? They do not all look like mean donkeys. You you avoid the ones with malice in their eyes. Yo, can I get like some some person? I want like what are my? Describe your ideal donkey. Can I get like the dating show donkeys like lineup? (laughs) Dating show. All right, so. As soon as you say that, even though it was not Koza who said that, a beam of light shoots down next to Koza and Crazy Tony manifests physically immediately next to him, holding what appears to be the medieval equivalent of a microphone. Hello, friends, and welcome again to Pick of the Horse! We really- <laughs> oh, that's so much better. My joke was that it was a terrible name, but Tap That Ass is so much better. So, here on Tap That Ass, we help eligible bachelors find their ideal piece of ass. He gestures towards three donkeys who sadly trot up as if they are used to this by now. Oh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, Uh, help control the ass population. Have your ass spayed or neutered. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, when you cover your ass, your ass covers you. So he gestures to the three donkeys, which all have some minor differences in appearance, but they're, they're definitely donkeys. There is nothing suspicious about whether or not they are some other kind of creature. Uh, transformed into a donkey just in okay, case you were so curious like, about that in any way. That well, was I, not something I was worried about, <laughs> but it is this now. This is a mimic. I was going <laughs> to say that's, that's, that's the precise where I Don't am. worry, folks. These obvious donkeys are definitely donkeys and not some <laughs> other creature I've magically disguised. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Tony's a bug witch. <laughs> Alright. So he gestures... Here we have Donkey A, a strapping specimen of the breed. He's known to bite at feet when he's hungry, but he's also very good at hauling gear. Donkey 2 is actually a rescue donkey. His previous family couldn't appreciate his unique charms. He also only has one eye. The third donkey, donkey number three, is generally very generic, but we think that they're a late bloomer and will do well after high school. Okay, so I'm not sure which question to start with. Okay, so on one hand, I, I do want to get to, I have no idea how to how I should choose a donkey, but can we just revisit donkeys have high school? <laughs> I don't know what you mean, friend. Donkeys. Would a donkey high school be full of a class of ass? <laughs> Uh, is this boat asking this, or is this... I'm just musing. <laughs> You're musing? Yes. Perfect. Is it? Uh, is it a donkey donkey high school? Oh, God. Absolutely <laughs> not. Donkey donkey panic, known in America as Super Mulio Brothers 2. Donkey 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 high school. Donkey donkey literature club. Well, we've got 30 minutes of donkey jokes. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Yeah. So while Koza is interviewing donkey soulmates, uh, Boat, what about you? Didn't Boat go to like uh, like the leather goods store or something like that to get like some saddlebags or something? I think- uh, so there was a tack shop connected to tra- Crazy Tony's Discount Ponies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a general store called the Hitching Post Trading Post. All right. Um, I think you bought stuff from the tack shop and then also headed to the general store last episode. He's checking uh, his inventory and it says it hasn't had anything written in it in a year and a half. I've got a saddle, a saddlebag, a bridle and 10 days of feed. Yeah, that's that's one of the horse specials he's doing. So, yeah, you bought he bought some stuff. OK, at the was that at the tax shop or the general? store? That was at the tax shop. Because you can only get that deal at the tax shop. The All right, I'd like to go to the way. general store. All right. So you walk into the general store with a uh, gentleman standing behind the counter who is all but asleep when you walk in. <laughs> uh, hello, welcome to the Hitching Post Trading Post. Can I help you? Describe this sleepy man to me. Uh, he looks to be dressed very comfortably in shades of white and yellow. Uh, his hair is bound up in a way, pro- probably to keep it out of, like, the dust that's being kicked up by the horses. Uh, everything in the area smells generally of horse and old wood. Uh, but the man seems pretty clean and put together. Uh, what does the inside of the shop look like? A lot of untreated, sort of unfinished wood. Uh, shelves and everything, everything in there is sort of a generic, if not wholesome, shade of, like, brown, dry goods sort of atmosphere. Everything's, it smells kind of, and smells and looks kind of like a lodge. I'm getting, like, Hill Valley 1885 vibes. Yeah, that's that's about right. Okay. Uh, I tip my cowboy hat to him uh, as I enter the store, like... Howdy, partner. I just thought I'd come to check out your wares. What do you got? We're gearing up for a kind of a long trip, and I just want to make sure I'm prepared. I mean, we have a little bit of everything here. We are usually catering to travelers. We've got bedrolls, packs, rations, gear, uh, generally whatever you need. Yeah, I could use some new camping equipment. I lost mine. I lost all mine in a recent accident. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry for your loss, man. Uh, what uh, what all do you need? Uh, I'm gonna need me a new bedroll, uh, maybe a nice poncho that can double as a blanket. Um, need a new, uh, let's see, well, I got a good rucksack. Uh, need a canteen, probably a small shovel. Need a shovel? Man, you gotta be polite when you're using the bathroom out in the woods. <laughs> you got- all right, bedroll, shovel, what else? Uh, canteen, and, uh... I'll do a do a little bit of the whiskey if you got any of that. Uh, let me see. Uh, so he puts together uh, no canteens, but I got a water skin for you. I'll take it. All right, he puts everything down, including a very small bottle of whiskey. Uh, this all can be yours for about six gold, friend. Yeah, that sounds like a fair deal. Here you go. Uh, he takes the gold, subtract it from your inventory, and add all of those things you just asked for. At this point, Boat sort of leans in, gets in real close to the guy, tips his cowboy hat back a little bit so that the brim doesn't get in the way. He's like, what's the what's the strangest thing you sell in this store? Uh, what do you mean, friend? I don't know. Like, do you got a cool topaz belt buckle or 
you know, whatever. I, that's why I'm asking. What's the, in your opinion, what's the strangest thing you sell at this store? Uh, Crazy Tony's weird souvenirs, probably. Do tell. I'm very interested in these. So one of the things that we have is, uh, well, here, he, he, le- he points over to a shelf that had escaped your attention before. But now that you are being pointed at it, it is row upon row of small, semi-precious stone statues. They're roughly, they're roughly the size of your thumb in height of horses, ponies, and mules. Hmm. I'd like to find one that looks kind of like Snuffles. Uh, you are able to find one that looks kind of like Snuffles that is in a uh, kind of bright yellow sandstone. Ooh, I'll take that too. It's one gold. Okay, yeah. I, I pay the man his gold. This reminds me of the gift shop at the West Virginia border. Last time I was there, I stopped there. And they sell all kinds of stuff carved out of coal. Like huh. coal, coal bears, coal birds, like coal coal, all kinds of stuff. I bought a coal refrigerator magnet. Uh, as you pick up the figurine, uh, you feel a slight twinge of magic. I would like to do an arcana check. Absolutely. An even 10. You are able to feel that this is an expendable token. If you snap it, there will be the effect of casting an animal friendship spell. I make a mental note of this and put it in my pack. Uh, say, friend, I got one more question for you before I uh, take off. He kind of like jerks up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yes. What, uh, you know, we might uh, we might end up spending the night here. What do y'all do for fun around here? Ride horses. You can't ride horses all the time. You got like a a bar or a discotheque or something like that. We uh, we got a tavern. All right. All right. Whereabouts is that? Uh, it's going to be over. A little ways down that way, maybe about a minute or two's walk north. It's let called the guess. Tin Horseshoe. Oh, I was going to say, let me guess. I bet you call it the Trough. That would really fit this place. Uh, they do have a special where you can get your beer served in a trough. That seems mighty unsanitary. <laughs> if, you, if you drink it with your face without using your hands, they, uh, they draw a little coal sketch at you and put it on the wall. That sounds horrible, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> If you drink it with your feet instead of using your hands, they, they put you on a different wall. Yeah, if you just your, jump in They ask your portrait in stone. <laughs> uh, so going back to Crazy Tony and Koza. Yes. Have you made any thought, any forward momentum on what question you would like to ask your donkey? Um, okay, so my first question is, how do you feel... How do you feel about rain? Uh, one of the donkeys looks up to the sky thoughtfully and then looks at you and makes a donkey sound because he's a donkey and cannot articulate answers. Can we hear that what sound? What a horrible game show. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, can, uh, Gabe can edit that in without me having to make a sound. I don't know if he can. <laughs> but yeah, but we're not in the moment. You're taking me out. I was fully committed to this it world, is, and now I'm getting just. Um, it is. It it sounds as if someone is going eeyaw, but deep in their nasal passages and loud. Okay, could you help me? I need immersion here. <laughs> yeah, I'm so close to feeling immersion. <laughs> wow, wow. I'm in. Oh man. 
I'm my heart. All five dollar patrons will Look, receive an audio file of that for a text alert. <laughs> I was losing immersion, and that's my greatest fear. Um, I'm immersed. Um, I feel like the first the first donkey's name is Stronky. <laughs> that's actually kind of cute. I need to see if I have the other's name is Donkey. The last one's name is Donkey, but he has a surname of Kong. No, his his first name is Donk, and his his middle name is E. <laughs> Donk E Kong. Koza asks the unlistable garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Koza asks the question in human language or human <laughs> variant language. You mean common. You mean common? <laughs> human languages are very warm. Uh, um, at first, and realizes he's talking to a donkey. So <laughs> instead, um, he reaches into his bag of spores and takes a pinch and like drops the spores in his ear and then takes a pinch and drops them in the other ear and then like drops them down his mouth and gives a <clears throat> cough and then goes ah! as he asks the same question in donkey this time. All right. So as uh, which one of the donkeys are you approaching? Wait, can I is can I ask the question and get the answer from all the donkeys, or do I only get the question from one donkey? Uh, all right, uh, I will I will make an exception this time because I'm generous and benevolent. If it, hey, if it makes way. you feel any better, we could all three play different donkeys so that you don't have to do all three. Uh, of them. I'm going to have Josh and Alon play two of the donkeys, and I will play the third because I have a very distinct personality in mind for one of these donkeys. <laughs> okay, well I'll be Stronky. I will be the donkey missing the eye. Named Wonky. And you got Donkey, Josh. The one that 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 has nothing. All right. uh, Let's start with Stronky. Could you repeat the question? (laughs) (laughs) This donkey is like a patron of some spellcaster. My my first question is, how do you feel about rain? If I can't lift it, I have no need for it. Interesting. Um, Donkey number two? Yes, friend. How may I assist you? Um, uh, the, the first question is, how do you feel about rain? Oh, you, I assume you mean, uh, precipitation, yes? Um, you know, honestly, I would leave that up to however you feel like answering. If there's a different well, rain you have in mind, feel free to answer well, that no, way. Well, no, I've simply, I've simply met many people in my many travels. I am a bit of an elder gentleman, friend. Anyway, uh, my, to your to your question, I, I feel very strange about the rain. Uh, I I enjoy the sound. I I enjoy that sort of amniotic feeling that you get when a thunderstorm is raging outside and you're comfortable and secure in a stable. However, I, I do not like it when it gets my adorable coat wet. I'm a bit fuzzy, you see, and it can really soak through and make me smell funny. Uh, I. I see. Um, I don't know if this show allows for follow-up questions. Well, currently, you're just yee-hawing like a donkey, so nothing can stop you. Crazy Tony doesn't know that you're asking for anything other than clarification. Oh, so I feel like if we were on the, the trail, you might many times find yourself stuck in the rain without shelter, and it seems like that would not be a situation you would enjoy. It would be suboptimal. I do have very elderly bones. Hey, I, hey, I hey, hey, you're not you're not asking a new question, right? No, I just needed clarification. Okay, making sure. 
Um, donkey um, number three, same question. How do you feel about the rain? Well, the, um, the rain is nice. I like how it sounds. And uh, sometimes after it's been raining for a while, you can feel the ground get all scooshy under your hooves. And that's pleasant. I see. My next question. Please um, describe to me your ideal day. Donkey number one. My ideal day is a day with challenges that I overcome. One hoof at a time. Very straightforward, but I appreciate that. Donkey number two. Uh, yes, my ideal day would be sitting next to a trough of hot tea and being able to read the Daily Crier. You can read. I can. It's a little difficult with the single eye, but I make it through. Do you read anything other than common? Um, let's see. I do read a touch of Infernal, but it's been years. Um, I, I do want to, to give the other donkeys a chance to answer that question also. Um, so donkey number one, I'll just let you, um, do you speak any, are you capable of reading any languages? I can read the numbers on the weights that I drag around and lift and they all say 9,001. Interesting. All right, donkey um, number three, tell me about your ideal day and whether or not you read any languages. Well, I'd figure my ideal day would involve walking down a dusty trail and finding a field full of daffodils. And then I'd start eating the daffodils and they'd be delicious. And then, after a little while, I'd take a nap amongst the daffodils. Because they'd smell good. And then I'd smell good. I see. So, um, the final question. What are you looking for from this relationship? To test and prove myself. To show the world that I'm here. I see. Um, donkey number two? Yes, I... I don't know, really. I, I think I'm still young enough to be exploring my options and seeing what's out there. I think keeping it casual is the way to go. Um, donkey number three? Well, I suppose I'd be looking for the same thing I'll look for in any relationship. Food. Okay, um, um, Mr. Discount Donkeys, this, this isn't common again. I'm speaking in common, just to clarify. You mean Crazy Tony? Crazy. Not Mr. Discount Donkeys. Mr. Discount Donkeys. I like major uh, Mr. Discount Donkeys. Uh, Crazy Tony turns. You notice that he seems to swivel his hips in an odd way when he turns to you. Yes, friend! Um, I've asked my three questions. So... What's the next part? What comes next? You pick a donkey. Okay, let me... I, I feel like I should talk to my friends. Of course! Um, Johannes Solnar? Um, 
Solinar returns uh, with the horse. Oh, okay. Wait. Is... I was going to say, you chose the two that weren't there. Although I guess Boat isn't there either. You turned around and yeah, you're like, no, no, no. Oh. Talk to my <laughs> For no some reason, there. I thought you, you all were nearby. Solinar, is there anything you want to do uh, again with this horse? I mean, Solinar would like to saddle and ride this horse. Roll but... animal handling. Oh, God. Epic horse music plays. Hey, do you, uh, do you want to take a guess at what I roll? What's worse than two? Did you fail? All right, you want to narrate this one for me? So I think I think what happens is that Solinar puts the saddle on, uh, but doesn't actually fasten anything. And he's like, this time I've got it for sure. This looks great. I don't know what all these dangly parts are for, but I'll figure that out on the way. And then he starts to climb into the saddle and the whole thing just flips over. He lands on his back. The saddle lands on top of him. The horse just kind of looks at you and raises its eyebrows. Well, if it's so easy, you put it on. The horse lifts its hoof and stops. Yeah, that's what I thought. Are you going to give up? Epic horse music swells. I'm going to saddle this horse. All right. While he's uh, wrestling with this, Cosa, you're going to... Did you go and look for your friends? Yes. All right. You're going to find Solinar. Covered in mud. Um, Solinar. Um. Yes? uh, Do you need help? Uh. Uh. Okay, because I... I Maybe. Oh, you do. Well... Do you need help? Yeah. Um, I need to decide between... Do I choose a donkey that can read Infernal or a donkey that's strong? What? I'm sorry. Do you choose a donkey that can read Infernal or a donkey that's strong? Yes. What are you using the donkey for? Um, for our journey. To carry. Okay. So, the donkey that can read Infernal does what for you? Um, see, this is what I was thinking too. It should be the one that's strong, right? I mean, maybe. If you can think of a good use for a donkey that can read Infernal, then, you know, there's probably applications for that. Right, which is why this is sort of a strange decision. Because what else is a donkey that's able to read Infernal capable of? Right, because that's, I mean, if it can read Infernal, it could probably do other cool stuff, too. Does this strap But on the other hand, I I do want to say, the donkey that could read Infernal sounded very uncool. (laughs) It was not a party donkey. I I don't even know what that means, but does this strap thing go around, like, the front leg or the back leg? Like, where where does this go? Uh, um... Let me see here. Oh, uh, for animal handling. Uh, would that be animal handling or like intelligence? No, animal handling's fine. Okay, that is going to be a 19. Not only is the horse calm and allows you to saddle it, you do so dexterously and quickly while not breaking conversational stride. So yeah, it sounds like I should go with the strong Mickey. I mean, if that's what you think is going to make the most sense for the role that you would like this donkey to fill in your life, then yes, yes, you should. Thank you, Solinar. 
no, thank you. I don't. How did you do half of that stuff? Half of the the witch stuff. Did the, you saddled the horse as if you were casting spells? Oh, oh no! The horse just explained to me how to put it on. I'm sorry. What? Anyway, I'm gonna go check with Johannes. Okay. Um, the horse turns its head to look at Solinar and raises its eyebrows again. Headbutt incoming. It, it can't swing its neck that far. All right, horse, this time for real. And then Solinar is going to uh, climb into the saddle once more. Roll animal handling. Roll animal handling until you have a horse or you die. It's a, <laughs> it's a 12. You are able to adequately ride the horse. Though it does not seem particularly pleased at the notion. Uh, Koza, you arrived to Sol- uh, to, to, not Solonar, to Johannes. Uh, what's Johannes doing at this moment? You walk up and Johannes has all of these, uh, all of these nuts and he's feeding squirrels at the base of one of the trees in the pasture. Um, mi- Mr. Johannes. Hello, how's it going, Koza? Uh, I could use some advice. Oh, Many a good folk has come to me for advice like that one time when Solana was like, hey, what do you think about this uh, um, spot for camping? And I said, yes. Okay, so if you had to choose between a donkey that's strong and a donkey that can read Infernal, and I guess also a donkey that's just very relaxed all the time and maybe kind of... I'm not sure how to describe the other one. Which would you choose? Hmm. Very difficult. I would probably see um, which one of them kind of lined up with my oats preferences so we could eat breakfast together. But outside of that, I mean, strength isn't everything, but sometimes it is. And being able to read Infernal isn't everything, but sometimes it's extremely sacrilegious. And... Then the last is, you know, it's always good to have, uh, you know, somebody who you feel comfortable with because they're comfortable all the time. I see. Um, thank you. As you walk, as you walk away to go rejoin uh, Crazy Tony, you run into a boat who seems to have done some purchasing. Ah, um, Mr. Boat. Yeah, what, what's happening, man? I need some advice. Okay, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. What's the issue? If you had to choose between a donkey that's very strong, a donkey that's, um, relaxed, and a donkey that, um, can read Infernal, which would you choose? Well, you don't want the lazy ass, that's for sure. Um, what are you going to have this donkey doing? Well, mostly carrying stuff. I mean, I don't understand why you're even thinking about this. It needs to be the strongest most muscular donkey you can find okay that that makes a lot of sense and i think this is the strongest most muscular donkey that i could possibly find this is a swole dog definitely the most the most sinewy the most sinewy muscular donkey all right i think i've made my decision (laughs) so you return to discount tony crazy tony discount tony (laughs) discount tony is a different guy Discount Tony Again, turns s- around uh, his desk littered with all sorts of fancy doodads. And he's like, oh, <laughs> you've come crawling back. <laughs> so 
You you walk up to him, and again, he shifts awkwardly as he as he steps towards you. Made your decision, friend? Um, yes. I think I'll choose the strong one. Fantastic. Strongy? Way to go, man. That will be eight gold. Um, here you are. All right. Uh, subtract eight gold. You have acquired Strongy. Alan, I hope you enjoy doing that voice. As long as you don't make me do it for more than two or three minutes, I'm good. Because then he'll turn from a Strongy to a horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a question for uh, Crazy Tony. Yes. Hey, man, I, you probably know the answer to this. It's something I've always wondered. So, ponies and horses are different species, right? They are indeed. So, if a pony and a horse interbred, would it be a honey or a porse? Uh, generally, it would be sort of deformed. Well, that's not true, because you can get a mule from a horse and a donkey. You're not gonna, they're not gonna give birth to some sort of Cronenberg equine just because one's a horse and one's a pony. Apparently, it just makes a larger pony. (laughs) (laughs) Known as a jabroni. (laughs) An all caps pony. It is, it is, uh, they are typically hardy (laughs) and have exception and have exceptional temperaments, which make them suitable for many equine activities. And now you know. Johannes, Johannes comes running in, and he's like, important question. Yes, friend. Tony, how much for the squirrel? Free, my friend. This is the greatest discount pony place ever. I got a free squirrel. <laughs> hey, you know why I don't like mules? Why is that, friend? They're always so half-assed. I feel the same way about tieflings. <laughs> dumbest episode ever this is my favorite hey <laughs> i just tried to engage with the rules of D by casting speak with animals <laughs> I, I will tell you i was expecting you guys to just decide if you were gonna buy mounts and move on i was not expecting a full episode of horse shenanigans <laughs> <laughs>